The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is brought to you by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports Betters providing insights and analysis and free betting picks. Better than Vegas is like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right. No VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com, promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers. They make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com, slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com, slash SGP. Welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee, and I'm joined by Zach Swissbank Broner. And we've got Munaf Manji. We don't have a gambling name for you yet, Munaf. Yeah, we'll have to figure one out. The gambling sports beard. nerd. Sports nerd 824, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's your that's uh Munaf's Twitter handle is a sports nerd at four. You can follow me at the Ryan McKee and follow Zach at NBA Zach B. We're very excited to be back today on the locker room app doing another episode. I hope to hear uh, some picks from you guys with some questions or maybe some trends you've been uh, monitoring over the last few weeks. We've got more and more data every day. I know Munaf's been uh, uh, tracking the uh, two-game miniseries and how those have been going now. We could talk a little bit about that. He wrote an article on sportsgamingpodcast.com. Uh, check out sg.pn slash slack for all of our NBA chat and uh, also – sg.pn slash NBA picks for all Zach and Munaf and I's uh, picks against the spread. We pick every game against the spread every single day, and it's been a rough season so far, but I am almost back to 500. How do you feel about that, guys? Uh, yeah, it's been a little rough going here early. Uh, you know, early on, we saw the road underdogs covering, and now we're seeing some of the favorites and uh, home favorites starting to cover a little bit. So I think that's something that we'll have to pay attention to going forward. Yeah. How are you feeling about your picks, uh, Zach? you starting to get a handle on it? Yeah, I'm feeling a little better. And we got a uh, – I'm excited. A huge slate tonight. So we have a lot of good games. I'm excited to uh, talk through some of these and hopefully have a good night tonight. Absolutely. It's 11 games. We're going to go quick. So uh, if you guys have anything you want to throw into a certain game, just uh, request to speak or bring you in. Or if I miss you and we got to go back to a game, that's fine. Because uh, I'm just going to try to start powering through. Uh, let's start with the Chicago Bulls at the Charlotte Hornets. I'm seeing the uh, Hornets currently uh, favored by three i'm seeing a total of 228 and a half both of these teams have been red hot against the spread uh recently charlotte are six and one against the spread in the last seven games and chicago are seven and one against the spread 
in their last eight games. Uh, both teams seem to be figuring it out. Is a number of injuries for uh, Chicago that they're still kind of figuring out with COVID, but it looks like Sadoransky is going to be back. Uh, Porter, uh, Otto Porter Jr. is going to is probable. However, Wendell Carter Jr. It looks like he might be sitting out. Um, I don't know. I I looked at this and immediately just knee jerk thought Charlotte. Uh, why on a short line of three? Uh, why go away from that, even though Chicago's been good against the spread and on the road? Uh, Zach, where are you going? Yeah, I'm looking at Charlotte here as well. Um, you see this this Bulls team, uh, third to last in the league in defense right now. So taking out Wendell Carter from the mix, too, as you know, starting big, kind of the core of that defense should be even worse. Uh, Hornets coming off a, a lot of rest here, having played, like you said, in six days. So I think their offense will have their way here. Um, maybe looking at a Charlotte team total over here. I don't know uh, about that, but I would lean towards Charlotte minus three as well. Yeah. Uh, right now I'm seeing public money, heavy, heavy, heavy coming in on the bulls. Uh, I tend to like to, you know, of, of recent, uh, a trend that I've been doing is just kind of fading, uh, public money. And that's been working out better for me. Munaf, where are you going with this game? Yeah, I agree with you guys, uh, taking, uh, Charlotte here, especially with the, uh, the rest advantage that they have here, but uh, I think I like the over a little uh, more in this game. You know, both yeah. of these teams rank uh, top 10 and three point shots made and they are uh, bottom seven in the league and allowing three point shots made in this game. So, um, you know, with the sharpshooters so that these teams have with Zach Levine and Kobe white, and then on the Hornets, I mean, you have a whole bunch of guys that can knock down shots. So I think this is this might turn into a little shootout, and and uh, I kind of like the over here. Yeah, to- totally agree with Munaf. You look at this Bulls last five games here. I mean, they've all been played, you know, over over around one fifteen uh, per team. So um, they've de- they've definitely been like almost the kings of the East here in their last five. So. Um, yeah, but Charlotte has been a lot better on defense. Uh, Terrell just mentioned in yeah, the Slack they, they, that solid. Ninth, they're ninth in defensive efficiency and uh, first in opponents uh, point per game at home, giving up points per game at home to opponents. Uh, nine of their last thirteen games have gone under the projected total, but I, I do like the idea of maybe a Charlotte uh, team total over since Chicago, like Zach said. Uh, since Chicago does not play defense. Anything else, or should we move on? No, nothing else. All right, let's move on to uh, Munaf's Houston Rockets at the Detroit Pistons. Uh, I'm currently seeing a spread of the Pistons actually favored by three. Uh, That's a weird spot for the Pistons to be in. They've been the underdog uh, nearly every game this season. Um, I'm seeing a total of 215. Looks like uh, John Wall is still out. Uh, Christian Wood is going to be out. So he's going to miss the revenge game for Detroit. Uh, Detroit doesn't have any new names on their injury report. Uh, Moonoff, I'll let you get started since Houston is your team. Yeah, um, I got to lean with uh, the Pistons here, especially with Christian Wood being out and John Wall out, and they're just battling injuries right now. Obviously, Victor Oladipo and Eric Gordon have been good so far since those two have started to play together a little bit. But uh, I think Blake Griffin and and Jeremy Grant should have their way inside, especially with the lack of lack of uh, of big man inside for the Rockets. You know, so um, I would slightly lean towards Detroit here, and also 
I'm going to continue riding that Jeremy Grant player prop. I mean, it's, it's cashed every time I've bet on. I think it's like five out of the last six for me. So right now, um, his player points prop is at 23 and a half points. So um, that might be something that we want to take a uh, take a stab at. Yeah, uh, I bet his uh, points, rebounds, and assists over 31, I think, was the last game, and it crushed it. And uh, yeah. So I feel, I feel good about that as well. Uh, Zach, where are you going with this game? Yeah, Jeremy Grant's a beast. Uh, big fan of him, so that, yeah, definitely love to see him uh, performing. I, I would like I like the Pistons here, too. I think, uh, you know, kind of an encouraging road trip for them just now. Obviously, they only went one and two, but took the Hawks to overtime. Probably should have won that game. Um you know, beat the went split with the Heat and were competitive in that second game too. So um, I think this is a good spot for them. Obviously, the Rockets dealing with injuries. Christian Wood out. Um, they they've been. I've liked what I've seen from them, but uh, feels like a good spot for the Pistons to get a win here. Yeah, this morning the uh, public money is heavy on uh, the Rockets. It looks like public and sharp money pretty heavy on the Rockets. So, uh, maybe see where that goes throughout the day. And maybe this line might move a little bit. I'm saying you can get it at some places at Pistons minus two and a half. Uh, anything else on this game or should we move on? Uh, might uh, also want to look at the, uh, Victor Oladipo points prop. I mean, they don't really, especially when you're taking away a scoring guy like, um, Christian Wood so I think he was averaging almost close to 20 points per game and in the two games that the Rockets got Oladipo he dropped 32 and 22 and currently I'm seeing his points proper at around 23 and a half so that might be something to look at also definitely something to look at uh, like that yeah I like how uh, Oladipo's looked in his first two games in Houston uh, moving on we've got the Orlando Magic at Indiana Pacers Magic are 7-8 and eight against the spread but they've been kind of in free fall since uh, uh, losing Markel Fultz and Fournier has been banged up although he was back last game so I imagine he's back this game as well Indiana Pacers coming off of a tough loss uh, they are 8-6 and six currently against the spread I'm seeing this line at uh, Indiana minus 4 I'm seeing a total of 217 and a half. Uh, Orlando, I mean, they had a great last second win with Cole Anthony hitting that uh, buzzer beater, but uh, they're still one and six against the spread in the last seven. That, they didn't cover the spread against Minnesota, but they, you know, even with that buzzer beater, they won. So that was exciting for them, but uh, yeah, not exciting for people who were betting on them. Uh, I got to say, I think, I don't mean to keep taking all favorites, but I am liking the Pacers here. Yeah, I, I really, I really like the Pacers here. I, I actually, I, I locked up Minnesota in that the last game where they lost by one to the Magic, still covered. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Minnesota actually led by twenty points in that game. It kind of took a, they really collapsed down the stretch. It was kind of tough to watch, honestly. Um, but I, I don't think this Magic team is very good. Obviously, Indiana's going to be missing Miles Turner here, so have to well, take a I little think bit. He's deep. questionable, right? Might he still I'm, play? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm still. It's always seeing questionable. Okay, quite, yeah, I mean, Miles Turner's question might dig a little deeper either way, but um, I like Indiana home, probably locked territory for me here. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you if they're only giving up four. Munaf, where are you going? Yeah, I, th- I think the question is, is Miles Turner, but I would still lean with uh, Pacers. I mean, Orlando, they played one of the last, worst defenses last game against Minnesota, and they only didn't even crack 100 points. And I don't, I mean, 
offensively, I don't know what's going on with the Orlando Magic. And um, yeah, even with Miles Turner out, I think uh, there is a certain concern with them giving up points in the paint. Um, last game against Dallas, the Patriots gave up 68 points inside of the paint without Turner. So um, I think even without Turner playing Orlando Magic team, that's really bad on offense. Um, I would still lean with the Pacers here, and, and you might want to take a look at a uh, Sabonis points prop um, uh, for tonight uh, for the Pacers. Okay, it looks like uh, the number of tickets coming in are uh, favor of the uh, Pacers, but the uh, money is heavy on the Magic, so probably means a lot of sharp action there. Looking at the Magic, um, so something to consider. Uh, anything else? Guys, or should we move on to the Nets and Cavs? No, I mean, I, I, I just think this this Magic team. I'm I'm not a big fan. I mean, I, I feel like they are still getting a little bit of respect here. Um, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I mean, I think because they came out of the gates looking a lot better than anybody yeah, expected, yeah, yeah. but uh, they've already had uh, you know some big players go down, so uh, they're not even the same team that they were at the beginning of the year. Uh, we've got the Brooklyn Nets versus Cleveland Cavaliers rematch. Uh, this was a great game. The other night went into double overtime, and then uh, Colin Sexton just uh, really stepped up and looked more Kyrie than Kyrie did. Uh, Nets right now are seven and nine against the spread. Cavs are seven and seven against the spread. They just look like a completely different team with Sexton back in the lineup. I'm seeing Brooklyn giving up seven. I'm going to go ahead and keep riding Cleveland here, plus the points. I imagine that Brooklyn wins, but I could see them keeping it close again. I'm not sure why uh, they wouldn't. Uh, I think the line opened at uh, Nets minus 10, though, so some money coming in pretty heavy on the Cavs. Uh, Munaf, where are you going with this game? Yeah, you got to kind of stay with uh, Cleveland, right? I don't think you're going to make that defensive adjustment the Nets need to make over in night or two but um i think something to keep an eye on is if kevin durant plays tonight i saw an update that he's questionable uh with an achilles or maybe just give him a night off just to just to have a night off but um yeah i mean the last game they brooklyn just couldn't get a stop right i mean if you're watching Kyrie irving on the defensive side of the ball he, he he's 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 not even putting in any effort so um i think yeah i think um Brooklyn may may get the W here, but I don't think they'll cover the big spread on the road. And um, one of the player props I am looking at for tonight is James Harden on the assist prop. Uh, 14, 12, and 12 in the first three games. Uh, he still had 12 with Kyrie back last game. So um, I think he might be handling the point guard duties and, and letting Kyrie kind of create his own offense off the ball. So that might be something to take a look at. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, another prop I would be looking at is Colin Sexton. Uh, I'm not sure what his uh, latest points are, but uh, if Darius Garland is out again, uh, then Sexton will take over all the ball handling duties like he did in the last game. And like you mentioned that uh, uh, Kyrie is just not playing any defense. Uh, Zach, where are you going with this game? And then John will bring you right in after Zach uh, gives us his pick. Yeah, I, I would probably lean with the Cavs here, too. I think, obviously, staying away right now. KD, they are playing again tomorrow night, so I, I don't expect KD to play here tonight, but I, I think it's a stay away for now. Um, I will say, I mean, Steve Nash is a psycho, man. Playing KD and Kyrie and Harden all 48 
uh, plus minutes. Harden played 51 minutes. I mean, that just does not make sense to me. They should have gone to the bench a little bit more there. Um, you know, you, the fact that KD's on the, on the injury report with that Achilles is obviously concerning um, and just unnecessary minute load. So hopefully Steve Nash kind of chills out with that. Um, I think it might be a little bit easier for the Nets to find a rhythm with only two of the stars in for now because, you know, they can play a little bit more my turn, your turn, and it's not as you don't have to wait as long to get your next possession kind of if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I like the upside of just Kyrie and Harden playing together without KD, but um, ho- would hope to get a slightly better line than seven. You know, you want to wait for that injury news to play out. Okay, cool. Uh, John, where are you going with this game, man? I'm with you on um, on Colin Sexton. Uh, I'm going to stay with the hot hand. He, from my book, I have uh, 23.5, so I definitely want to take the over at minus 103. So it's pretty not not too shabby. So I am yeah, hammering absolutely. the Colin Sexton. Stay with yeah. the hot hand for me. Yeah, how many points did he have last game? Like, was it nearly 40? Yeah, I mean, 42. Yeah, it was for yeah because I mean that w- was because it went into double overtime, but he yeah. uh, still again I imagine he'll play more minutes this game than the last last was his first back. Uh, anything else on this game, or should we move on? No, that's all oh. I have. Okay. I, I, I I actually think I mean I think uh, just yep. to finish up the conversation, I think if KD's in, I think this line goes closer to ten, and I like the Cavs. And if KD's out, I think it goes closer to five or four, and I like the Nets. Yeah, I think I completely agree with that. If 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 KD's announced out, I, I yeah, uh, Zach hit the, hit the nail right on the head. I'd probably take Brooklyn at that point. I would be surprised if it goes all the way to four, even with KD out. I mean, you still got Harden and Kyrie there, which is yeah, so two of the better players than anybody the Cavs have on their roster. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what the market does. All right. Uh, moving on, we've got the Boston Celtics at Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, before we move on to this game, sorry, I missed a uh, chat. Daniel Greer mentioned uh, Kyrie odds boost of 30-plus uh, points at uh, plus 350 on FanDuel. So anybody is a uh, user of the FanDuel book, go ahead and uh, grab that. Um, we've got a uh, rematch here. Uh, Philadelphia won in the uh, first matchup here uh tatum unfortunately still out i'm seeing uh philadelphia favored by four and a half a total of 222 and a half um i like the celtics here plus the points to bounce back uh zach what do you think yeah i mean this they really had no answer for joel mb in that last game i think it's a little concerning we just might it's a really tough matchup for the celtics right now um I'll probably – I like the Sixers here. Yeah. Um, Munaf, what you got? Yeah, I'm leaning with the Celtics here. Um, It seemed like that there was points at the game where, like, Celtics were kind of slowly kind of starting to take over and maybe um, get the game. But uh, Sixers started coming back, and, and, you know, um, Danny Green hit a couple big shots. Jack Milton was big for them, but – the concern for the Celtics is is that who's going to be that other scorer for them, right? Uh, I mean, you're not going to get 23 points every night from Daniel Tice like they got in the last game, but uh, Kemba Walker shot the ball a little better from the three-point line last game, so that might be a worth a look at, at his three-point um, shooting props. But the story of this game was in the post where Marcus Smart was kind of 
saying that Joel Embiid is kind of flailing and flopping to get calls and things like that. So um, I I think that we might get a more motivated Boston group here to uh, to make it competitive and possibly beat the six. Uh, sorry, yeah, the Sixers. So I got to lean with the Celtics here. Yeah, yeah I, I, have... I, I will say that the the Sixers shot forty five free throws in that in that matchup the other night. So. Yeah. Definitely think the the referees will be tuned in to Joel Embiid in the post and kind of what that looks like tonight. Yeah, and uh, Jalen Brown scored 26 points, but he looked to be really struggling in that game. So I imagine he will have a better game tonight because um, he's been really good overall this season. Uh, John, where are you going with this game? I'm sprinkling like a, a half a unit on the money line Celtics. Um, I'm seeing plus 155 in my book. I'm not I'm not sure what you're seeing, Ryan, on that one. Just the money line. The Celtics. Um, yeah, I'm have I have the same plus one fifty five. One fifty five. So I'm 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 taking a flat like just put a half unit on the, on that game. Otherwise, okay. Really staying away. Yeah, I am seeing um, public money pretty heavy on the Celtics right now. So uh, just something to watch throughout the day. Um, before we move on, uh, this might be a good opportunity, Munaf, to quickly mention your uh, mini game trends that you're seeing these uh, uh, two teams going head to head over two nights or three nights uh, mm-hmm. with the new schedule fix. Uh, what do you? Yeah. Any thoughts on the Celtics 76ers based off of those trends? Um, yeah. So, uh, so through I think last night I updated this morning. Uh, there have been 13 total series in the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, eight of them, eight of them have been sweeps on the money line, six by favorites and two by dogs, and the other five have split on the money line. But if we take a look at the spread, what we're more concerned with is that eight of the thirteen have split against the uh, against the spread. So one of the favorites has covered, and one of the dogs has covered in in, in the night. So I think if we're gonna follow that, um, sorry, I'm sorry. So. Eight of the thirteen have been sweeps on the on the on the spread. So the mm-hmm. favorite or the dog has swept, but only five have spilled it against against the spread in the thirteen series. So that might be something to that might the numbers are favoring the Sixers right now. But um, one thing I did cap for this game was that possibly want to take a look at Boston in the first half, where Boston is ten and three against the spread, and the Sixers are only six and nine against the spread in the first half. So. If you like Boston, that might be something to look at in the first half for uh, for a bet that way. Great, great. Okay, and uh, make sure to check out sportsgamingpodcast dot com. Uh, click on the NBA tab, and you'll be able to find uh, Munaf's uh, mini game trends or mini series trends. Uh, go in there; he's been updating it. So, uh, thanks for that, Munaf. Mooning, moving on. I said mooning because Munaf moving on. <laughs> Uh, we've got uh, the Miami Heat at back at the Toronto Raptors, aka Tampa Bay Raptors. Uh, Miami won this matchup earlier this week. Um, game was one eleven to one oh two. Miami was uh, getting four points in that game. It looks like they're getting three points tonight. Uh, Raptors still struggling, especially against the spread. They're four and ten against the spread. Miami uh, has been struggling overall this season. They're still five, seven, and one against the spread. I'm seeing Jimmy Butler out, Myers Leonard out, uh, Tyler Hero 
questionable. Avery Bradley out uh, and Dragic is probable as on the Toronto side. Uh, Pascal Siakam is questionable tonight. Um, Zach, where are you going with this game? Yeah, man, I really – I'm having a tough time figuring out this Raptors team. Uh, I I locked them up in this last matchup um, and got killed by Kendrick Nunn off the bench. He was 9-12, 4-6 from 3, uh, 28 points, 8 boards, so 5 assists too. Uh, great game from him. I will come back to the well with the Raptors here. Uh, you know, they need a dub at home here. Uh, you know, they got outshot by the Heat in that game. I, I You know, you think from a quality perspective, uh, Kyle Lowry only had 3 points. He was 2-12, so um, feels like a good bounce-back spot here for the Raptors. I will go with them at home. And, you know, obviously this line was uh, Raptors four and a half uh, in the game that was two days ago. And now you're seeing Raptors minus three. So maybe a little more value here on the home favorite. Yeah, I hear you. And uh, any thoughts on if Siakam does end up sitting, you think that line will move? Or are you going to try to bet it right now? Or are you going to wait and see what happens with Siakam? Um, I don't think it'll move much if he's in, I guess. So I I think you, you could definitely do well by waiting and maybe get a little bit more value. Yeah. Uh, Munaf, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I'm leaning with the Raptors also. I also took them last game, and, and just like Zach said, Kendrick Nunn kind of killed him. But um, more so in this game, I'm looking at taking the uh, Raptors in the first quarter. Uh, a little stat that I, when I was handicapping this game is that off of, off, off of a loss this season for the Raptors, um, they have an average winning first quarter margin of plus eight, and they're averaging 31 points in the first quarter after a loss. So that might be something to, to kind of look at uh, in this game. And then also maybe a, a uh, Bam Adebayo uh, rebounding over 10.5 uh, prop. Ooh, I like that, especially with uh, Toronto struggling in the paint to defend. Uh, John, speaking of player props, you got any for this game? Not not at all. I'm staying away. Like I, These are the two teams that have been the most frustrating for me this season. Like, I can I, – every time I touch the Heat, they lose to the Pistons. You know, the – Raptors, you know, I've, I can't touch them right now. I just, I'm staying away. So yeah. I haven't even looked at the props on this game just because it just doesn't appear. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Uh, last thing I'll mention is it looks like uh, public and sharp money pretty heavy on the Raptors right now, thinking they'll bounce back. They need, really need a win at home. As Zach mentioned, uh, I'm going to go with that I also like the Raptors here but I probably would uh, lean on just staying away altogether uh, next game we've got the Atlanta Hawks uh, at Ryan the, sorry yep. just one more uh, sorry one more thing for this uh, Raptors and the yep. game um, both of these teams are top 10 in three point shooting um, you know Raptors make about 16 a game Miami's at 13 so we saw that in the last game where they both combined for 34 made threes. You would think that the game would go over, but they only scored 213. So um, I think that hot shooting might continue tonight. So uh, another play might be looking at the over and also Kyle Lowry three points made, uh, three point shots made. I like it. I like it. Uh, we've got the Atlanta Hawks at the Minnesota Timberwolves. We've already talked about the Timberwolves a little bit after uh, losing that last second. Get, uh, game to the Magic, but they did cover. They are covering at a pretty decent rate for as bad as they've been this year without Cat. They're 6-7 and seven against the spread. Uh, Atlanta is giving up 6 in Minnesota. I'm seeing a total at 225. And uh, I mean, my knee-jerk right now is to go ahead and keep riding Minnesota. I, I uh, 
played them against Magic last time, and they they were able to cover, even though uh, they've got to be heartbroken after that loss. After Sag mentioned, they were leading uh, at twenty uh, one point. Um, seeing public money pretty heavy on the Timberwolves, Zach, where are you going? Yeah, this is a this is a sketchy game. These teams obviously played, you know, on Monday. It looks like uh, in Atlanta. Atlanta won that game by eleven. Um, I don't. I would, I would probably lean with the Timberwolves as a home dog, but uh, this is definitely a stay away from me. Kind of a weird, uh, weird game for the Timberwolves without Cat. Um, this medium-sized dog at home don't like it either way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Good. I, I forgot they already just played on the 18th, uh, where uh, the score was 108-97 Atlanta. Munaf, um, what do you got? Yeah, I think I'm going to stay with the Hawks here, um, but as a very slight lean, I, I think they're finally started getting into a rhythm here. And um, uh, sorry, Minnesota is one of the worst defenses uh, inside the paint, right? They're giving up 52 points per game inside the paint, and it might be another Clint Capella game where uh, he's able to dominate inside, of, especially without Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, but another lean that I have for this game is Atlanta first half uh, against the spread. They're nine four and one. Uh, against the spread in the first uh, in the first half, and Timberwolves are four and nine against the spread, so that might be something to also consider for your bets tonight. Nice, nice. Uh, John, you got anything? Yeah, no, I, I was definitely leaning, so I want to stay true to Atlanta probably today on this one. And the fact that, uh, did you say the money was um, probably geared more towards the Timberwolves? Is that what you said? Yeah, it's pretty heavy on the Timberwolves right now. I got you. So that, that makes me even more, you know, confident about going with going with probably the Hawks here tonight then. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing that this line opened at Hawks minus four and a half and it's moved to minus six. So something to consider that line might keep moving. I don't know. Not really waiting on anybody else uh, for injury reports to come in. Uh, okay, so we've got the Dallas Mavericks traveling to San Antonio Spurs. Mavericks right now eight and six against the spread. Spurs nine and six against the spread. I am seeing Dallas uh, minus two. Uh, so we've got San Antonio as a home dog. We've got uh, a total of 223. Uh, Dallas has started heating up after a rough start. They're 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight. And uh, San Antonio are 6-3 and three straight up in their last nine games. So both teams playing well. Um, Dallas still missing Dwight Powell, Josh Richardson, uh, Finney Smith, and Kleber. Uh, San Antonio still has uh, White out. Uh, Munaf, I'll get started with you. Uh, who do you like in this game? Yeah, I'd lean towards the Spurs here a little bit as a home dog. Um, yeah, Dallas got the win last game against the Pacers, but they just dominated inside in the paint. I think they had, I want to say, they had 68 points inside the paint, but... Um, this is a good Spurs team, right? They have a lot of talent with DeMar DeRozan, Lonnie Walker. Uh, DeShante Murray's been playing well. Uh, uh, Johnson's been good for them also. So um, I think if there's a way that Pop can slow down Luka, this might be a good spot for the Spurs. Uh, yeah. But with uh, since Jalen Brunson's been back for them, I think he's been helping with a scoring load. So his player points prop right now is at um, 13. So I really like that over on Jalen Brunson tonight. Nice. That's a good uh, player prop to look at. Uh, I am seeing that the uh, sharp money very heavy on the Spurs right now. Uh, public tickets are coming in on the Mavericks. Um, 
Zach, what do you got? Zach, you there? Yeah, sorry, I just got a phone call. I hope it didn't come through. No, uh, we didn't. Hear all it. right, good. Uh, yeah, I, I I like the Spurs here um, as a home dog. Um, you know, the Spurs I think are six and three as a home dog this year. Uh, like the matchup for them, a lot of bodies to throw at uh, at this Mavericks pick and roll. Um, I will, Munaf, let me know what you think. I would also lean under here. Um, you know, both these teams have have been good to the under this year and kind of a familiar matchup. Two teams that are on the top yeah. end of defense. Um, I could see this one being a dog in the under here. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. agree with Be- that. Yeah, I was going to say that the uh, the total of the San Antonio's last five games, four of has gone under. So that's probably a good thing to look at. Munaf, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, I, initially when I saw this line, I, I also agree with Zach was that it was too many points for this team uh, or for these two teams, especially with them being division rivals and um, – um, having that familiarity with each other. So, yeah, I would also uh, – I like that under also with the Spurs, maybe a little – small little parlay you could put together if you wanted to do that. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Uh, John, you got anything? Yeah, I'm leaning towards the uh, the Spurs on this one. Um, they're they're at home, so I, I, I lean toward the Spurs. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't have any props on this game, so just riding with the Spurs. Okay, looks like we all like the Spurs, and Zach mentioned the, like, look at the under here. Um, Moving on, we have three games left. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for sticking around and uh, listening to our picks. If anybody wants to join in and uh, throw out any picks, go ahead and just request to speak. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Oh, I am seeing a a pick in the chat, uh, Boofer. Boofer T. Justice likes the under on uh, Dallas San Antonio also, and he uh, looks like um, the under on Atlanta, Minnesota as well. Uh, Thanks for that, Boofer. Um, Moving on, uh, we got Orlando – I'm sorry, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder at the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, Thunder 7-6 against the spread. Clippers 9-6 against the spread. Uh, wow, this is a big line. I'm seeing the Clippers favored by 13.5, a total of 219.5. Zach, are you going to fade the Clippers here? I mean, they've been a wagon recently low-key. Um, you know, back-to-back-to-back, double-digit wins for them. Offense looks really good. Um, ah, biggest spread on the board. I have a tough time taking it. I mean, I would probably lean to OKC here, but there's definitely better targets to pick at. Um, yeah, I mean, this OKC team, they've been kind of on and off competitive. Obviously, at six and seven, good for them. Uh, five and two on the road somehow. So um, I would lean towards OKC here. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter if Horford is out. It looks like he is going to definitely be out tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think that that, that kind of plays into this big number, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Munaf, what do you got? Um, yeah, I, I this this line came out to right where I thought it would be, a, especially with my spreadsheet right at thirteen. So, I think this might be a. Uh, uh, I think it wouldn't have mentioned that it was an SGA maybe a revenge game since he was traded for. I think it was a Paul George trade that he was got traded in. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I'd circled uh, his points prop for tonight around 18 and a half, 19 points on the over. So, um, you know, he might, you know, get the guys to go out and play hard for him and, and maybe a real revenge spot for him. So I would lean towards the Thunder, but like 
Zach said, I mean, this Clippers team hasn't been absolutely rolling right now, and Paul George has just been playing out of his mind. Yeah, I have a hard time betting against the Clippers here, even giving up that many points. Um, yeah. But I hear you. I hear you. Uh, John, you got a lean for this game? I am all over uh, Shai Gilgis-Alexander. Um, I am, just like Jeremy Grant, I love betting SGA's point total points, rebounds, assists. Right now I'm seeing 29.5. Um, with that revenge factor, which I wasn't even thinking about, I'm, I love betting the over minus 120 right now. So, yeah, I'm hammering that one. Yeah, any um, any concern the way that they looked the other night against the Nuggets? Uh, I think uh, SGA ended up scoring 14 points. You're right about that, but uh, – <laughs> Shoot, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. No, I mean maybe maybe it's a good bounce back game for him. I was just I, I just it stood out to me because I had uh, bet him on Tuesday to go I, over I did his too. points total. And, <laughs> I did too. But I love that he, get close. him and Jeremy Grant. I, it's just more of like a blind blind bet. I love it. So. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Well, maybe it's a good bounce back spot for him. And as uh, I mean, I've mentioned, it is a could be a revenge game for him. Uh, anything else on this game? Or should we move on? Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. On, yeah. Go ahead, Lena. No, no, you're good. Uh, let's go to Zach's New York Knicks at the Sacramento Kings. Uh, this uh, over, we've uh, let's see, we've got a total of two eighteen and a half. Uh, Sacramento is favored by four. Uh, Zach, I'll let you get started, and then we'll get Terrell in here because I know he's a Knicks fan as well. But uh, Zach, where are you going with this? Yeah, big big time dub for the Knicks last night. Obviously, uh, blowing out Golden State. That was very fun. Uh, I know the Draymond Green ejection got some play on Twitter last night. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I would you know I would have to lean with the Knicks here. I mean, um, second Weird night back to back. back at all? Yeah, it's second night of back to back. But you know they they they've been playing to a very solid level this year. Obviously, eight and eight. Um, you know, for now, this this is not a bad basketball team whatsoever. Um, only catching a, a half a point uh, less than than in Golden State last night. Obviously, won that game outright. Um, looking over to the Kings side of things, they've obviously been in free fall uh, on the defensive end, and that kind of allows the Knicks to, you know, it, it allows the Knicks to get by with their biggest weakness, which is their ability to score the ball easily. Um, so I think the Knicks defense here. Uh, Obviously, we'll we'll continue to play well. It's been one of the best defenses in the NBA, and their offense should have some of the pressure taken off it by how bad this Kings defense can be. So, I like the matchup for New York here. I think plus four is a good number. Yeah, um, you mentioned how good the New York defense has been. The uh, under has gone. Uh, has hit in 10 of their last 13 games, whereas Sacramento, you kind of just blindly bet the over since they've been uh, giving up so many points. Uh, Sacramento has one and nine against the spread in the last 10 games. I do like uh, New York as well here. Terrell, where you got? All right. You know, this is the time I've been waiting for. Um, <laughs> man, look, the Knicks are playing good ball. I, I wanted to go Sacramento so bad before I came up here. I was sitting here going through my notes. I'm like, I want to tell these guys Sacramento. They're just hyping the Knicks too much. They're getting <laughs> too much hype. But it just doesn't make sense here, guys. It just doesn't. I, can, I don't see it. So as he was talking about the back-to-back, the Knicks are 2-1 to one ATS and straight up on the back-to-back this season. 
um, with no rest. They're 66% to the under um, in the back-to-back, 2-1 and one on that side. I know it's a small sample size, but the Knicks are first in – what is it? First in, defici- in defensive efficiency, first points per game. So they're playing – Tibbs got these boys playing well. Like, they got them playing good basketball. And then I just think the Kings are just in, like you said, a complete free fall. Uh, so, so far to this season, the Kings have played four teams that are top ten in defense. The Clippers twice and the Phoenix twice. In none of those games, they've scored over 106 points. Uh, the un- the under has hit in three in three of those four games. So they're three to one in the under against a team that actually plays defense. So I'm I wanted to sit here and tell you guys the Kings. I wanted to say fade the Knicks. Like they're gonna let us down again. They got a really big win yesterday, but I just don't see it, guys. I got the Knicks in the spread. I I'll put a half a unit on the Knicks on the money line and uh play the under. The under is the lowest Kings under this season, two eighteen and a half. But however. If you look at those four games that they played, that under would have been three and one. So uh, don't be afraid of the extremely low under. I just don't think this team, this Kings team's this Kings team has it going. Buddy Hill can't shoot the ball. Uh, Harrison Barnes has proven that his agent is the greatest agent of all time for somehow <laughs> getting him paid constantly. And so um, I'm looking to keep my streak going. I'm seven. I'm seven straight uh, picks with the Knicks right now. So I'm taking the Knicks spread tonight, guys. Nice, thanks. That's a Let's lot go of Knicks, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Munaf, where are you going? I think Terrell hit a lot of the points right on the head. I mean, I think the story for me in this game is going to be what's going to happen inside inside the paint, right? So Sacramento right now is dead last in uh, points allowed in the paint. They're allowing 52 points uh, in the paint, um, and, and uh, New York is number 11 in points inside the paint that's 47 so that might be the story there and then also the three-point shooting this game uh new york is a sixth best defense uh against three-point shooters and uh sacramento is surprisingly ranked number 24 with 11.7 makes per game so um the back-to-back is was a little concerning but most of these guys on new york are uh are young guys so you know you won't have dead legs and over the last three games defensive efficiency wise i mean new york is ranked uh the worst over the last sorry sacramento is the worst worst ranked in the last three games at 1.24 1.248 and um i i think i'm going to continue to take uh the knicks here tonight and also julius randall points prop inside i think he might be able to eat eat it up tonight he might post a triple double he might get 30 plus points tonight so that's something to look at for this game to uh also add on to that um i forgot one more play i have i have the king they have the king's team total i see it at set at uh 111.5 so um i'm taking the under on that under 112 so under 11.5 i don't think the kings get it going tonight there's just they're just free falling if you just look at basketball and just how these guys are playing uh, I know last time I came up here talking about R.J. Bear's got to take that next step, and he's literally hurt me and did that this entire time since <laughs> since I said that he's putting up monster numbers. I, I haven't seen R.J.'s props anymore, but last night I got it for 17.5 so for points nice. total, so that's just absolutely ridiculous. There's no reason R.J. should be under 20.5 points anymore for the rest of the season. So, uh, 
Yeah, man. I just, I just see. I like the way this Knicks team is playing ball. I don't like how uh, Bagley um, or anybody in the Kings is just they're just free falling. I don't think they got it together at all. Yeah, uh, John, you got any leans on a player prop or any other? Uh, yeah, no. Um, I'm, I am going with uh, the under here. Um, New York is holding teams under. Um, one one oh three, like one oh two point eight and 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 they're limiting teams to like forty three percent shooting from the field. So I am heavy on the under here. Um, you know, th- those numbers gotta be tops in the league. So I, I, I love that. Under. Nice. Okay. Well, uh let's move on to our final game of the night. It's a big premiere a matchup of the Denver Nuggets at the Phoenix Suns. Uh Denver Nuggets still a five and nine right now against the spread, whereas the Suns are eight and five against the spread. Uh Phoenix is favored by two points. I'm seeing a total of two twenty. Um I mean, I hate to be a homer. I'm from Phoenix originally. I'm going to stick with the Suns here, especially after a great win against the Rockets on Wednesday night, uh, whereas Zach and Munaf both took the Rockets. I stuck with the Suns, and uh, thank you very much that, that cashed. Oh, uh, come on. Zach. By half a point. I know. Hey, <laughs> money is money. Cashing is cashing. Covering is covering, guys. Uh, Zach, where are you going? Yeah, I, I would probably lean to Phoenix here. I think this this can be this is the ESPN game, ten o'clock on the East Coast. So pumped up for this one. Um, yeah, Suns come back home after I think what five six on the road here. Yeah, um, yeah five of, five on the road um, with with some postponements. Um, I think Denver is kind of they're treading water. I, I really think Michael Porter Jr. Uh, was kind of his his absence. I think has re- made this team realize how important he is. So I think it might actually be a long-term benefit just to kind of, you know, when he comes back, he, he, I think he will kind of assert himself more as a focal piece over these other pieces that haven't filled the void in the meantime. So he is kind of upgraded. He was upgraded to questionable for tonight. Huh? Okay. Well, yeah. if he, if he's, if he's back, uh, that, that would be very interesting. Um, I would definitely take the suns at this current line, but that 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 would be fascinating to see if uh, Porter comes back because it's just interesting, you know. Harris, Barton, um, Paul Millsap, even all these guys have had the opportunity to sort of prove that they that, that they can do what Porter Jr. does, which is kind of the tension of this Nuggets team, right? You have these like you know veterans who have kind of built up the culture with Porter Jr. who came in um, as kind of the hot young star, but um, they've struggled without him, so. Um, Looking forward to seeing him back and this Nuggets team kind of get back to their chasing their ceiling. But I like the Suns here, minus one and a half uh, for tonight. Yeah. Uh, Munaf, where you got for this game? Yeah, I was honestly just going to get your opinion on, on from you and Zach on this game because you guys are the fans. But I really, I mean, I thought this line was right where it needed to be. And I, I think it's just going to come down to one possession tonight. Uh, I know they played back on January 1st on New Year's Day and, uh, Phoenix got that win by three points. So, um, and they, this is one of those games, uh, sorry, one of the series where it's going to be a back to back situation where they play tonight and tomorrow night. So, um, yeah, whichever team wins tonight, I think I'll take the other team tomorrow night. So that might be something to keep your eye on. But, uh, if I had to pick right now, I'd probably, yeah, stick with you guys with, uh, Phoenix tonight. Yeah. One thing I should mention is that, um, Phoenix, this is their third game in a row where they are missing three of their big men, Jalen Smith, Sarge, and Jones. Uh, 
So it's going to be all up to DeAndre Ayton to take on the Joker tonight. Uh, Joker could go off. I mean, Ayton has been good on defense, uh, but you know he's still young, makes a lot of mistakes, and uh, you know Joker could really exploit that uh, with, especially if uh, Ayton gets in foul trouble quickly, which has also been a problem yeah. for him early in the season. Um, John, you got anything here? Yeah, I've got the props here. I'm, I'm, my, my favorite prop of the night is DeAndre Ayton over ten and a half rebounds. Um, his last, his last five games, he's 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 notched thirteen rebounds, fourteen. He had like six against Washington, but sixteen and seventeen back to back games, the last two games. So I'll, I'm taking that ten over ten and a half, and it's it's right now it's at minus one sixteen for over ten and a half. So I will uh, gladly lay lay that lay that um, juice for. That's pretty over. good. That's pretty good. I mean, I, I, I like that. I do think Aiton will give out a play, but again, if he might get into, I would just worry about him getting into foul trouble against uh, Jokic. Jokic, yeah. No, I feel you. Uh, Terrell, you got anything on this game? Um. So, oh, well, Dick, can you hear me? I got a call coming through. I yeah. Know if it cut off no worries. Oh, you got okay. a call? Yeah, no, but I... I lean Nuggets this game. Um, it's tough because Phoenix, like like I was just talking about defensive efficiency, the Knicks are up there. Phoenix is right up there with them. So uh, it's tough, but I think Jokic and Jamal Murray lead the way this way, and it's uh, Nuggets. I'll, I'll take the Nuggets on the money line, actually. Nice, nice. Okay, guys, well, uh, i got to get out of here, but thank you so much for everybody for sticking around and listening to all of our uh, previews of each game and our picks. Uh, you can check out all of Munaf, Zach, and I's Against the Spread picks at uh, sg.pn slash NBA picks. Uh, also, subscribe to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'll be posting the audio from uh, this locker room up there a little later this afternoon. And uh, best of luck with all your picks tonight and this weekend. Yeah, K- KD is ruled out for tonight. Just so yeah, everyone knows. Uh, yeah, just pass through. Oh, I love the Nets. If if one of the three is out, I love them. As a matter of fact, I'll take them on the spread. Did the line move, Zach? Uh, it just it's, pulled it, it off. It's down right now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's something to watch for sure. All right. Yep. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.